Hey there, I'm Natalie Abbott, and this is The Dwell Podcast. At Dwell, we help you memorize one Bible verse every month. On our weekly podcast, we talk about what our verse means, how it's challenging us, and about how the God of the universe wants to connect with us in our daily lives. Okay, so we are back with Lauren... Uh, McAfee, and we are talking about the Bible and why it is so important for us to read the Bible, how it, why it matters. So right now, we're just going to delve into a little bit about how do we apply the Bible to our lives? What does it look like? Um, you know, we can talk about reading the Bible, but like, like when the rubber meets the road, like, how does that work for you, Lauren? Yeah, I. This is something that I feel like I wrestle with over and over kind of in cycles of my life. Um, I'm still a seminary student. And so I, I can tend to approach the Bible in terms of having to study it for, uh, you know, research in terms of writing a paper or, or an assignment. And that can lend toward me approaching scripture, not in terms of wanting to apply it, but in terms of wanting to perform of, you know, getting the grade or accomplishing this task, this homework assignment that I have. And so I, I feel like because of my, my personality too, is I'm more task driven Mm -hmm. and, and, and kind of, I like to logic my way through things. So I am constantly seeking for myself to approach scripture and challenge myself to consider the application of it because we can learn all the head knowledge we want about the Bible and that's great and, you know, knowing lots of information and facts can be helpful, but the the power of the scripture is when we allow the Holy Spirit to use God's word and shape us and change us as we apply it in our lives. Mm-hmm. Um, and so we, we, we need to do both. We need to study the word in terms of intellectually challenging ourselves and trying to, you know, wrestle with the passage and understand it in terms of its, its historical context, the, the type of literature that it is, whether it's poetry or narrative or um, whatever it is will depend, kind of determine how we then we'll apply it. But we need to take that next step into applying. So for, for myself, I am, I've found that one of the things that helps me to apply scripture is talking with other people in my Christian community about scripture. And so I'm Mm -hmm. in, uh, you know, grateful to be in a church where we have home groups and part of what we do is we read through a book of the Bible together and, you know, discuss it uh, uh, with each other every week, you know, the chapter or the passage. And so it, I'm challenged to be doing the work of myself, kind of studying the passage, but also kind of figuring out how this applies to me. But then I'm also hearing how my friends have processed it and how it's being applied to their life. Um, and, and a lot of times it's things that I, I hadn't considered that, that could, I should apply it that way too. And, you know, that's, this is how this should shape me as well. And they're hearing from me as well. So that's been um, incredibly helpful. And so I love that scripture can, you know, it shapes us different ways in different seasons. Mm -hmm. Um, But then as we are in community with one another, we get to have the benefit of seeing it shape our friends in their own season 
And, and that can also then apply to us as well. And so I love that God called us to not just be in our faith journey on our own, but he yeah. created the church. We are to be a part of the body of Christ and in this faith journey alongside one another. And, and for me, one of the great benefits in terms of application is that kind of walking alongside one another in our faith as it challenges me to see, see others applying God's word to their own lives. Yeah. Yeah. I, I, amen. Hearty amen to that. I <laughs> honestly am amazed whenever, um, so my husband and I are in our forties, um, and where we came from, um, so we recently moved to Chicago, um, and where we came from, we were in a small group with all 20 somethings and it was amazing. Actually, I should say <laughs> yeah, there was one couple that was like in their sixties, but other than that, it was like this huge, and we ended up having to like split into two groups because we got too big, like, and oh, it was wow. just cool. phenomenal because there is so much that you learn from somebody who is coming from a different perspective mm -hmm. than you have. So even though, you know, I, they may have, have looked at some of the things that I said, like, oh, wow, that's blown my mind right now. Like, oh, she got this out of that. I'm looking at what they're saying. And I'm like, ah, oh, that is so fresh and wonderful that you are looking at it through this lens. Yeah. You know, it's amazing to hear how other people kind of um, will take a passage and just pull out things that I'm like, what? Yeah. That, that is actually yes. in there. And I would have yeah. never seen it before. <laughs> No, I love that. And I love the aspect of, from your experience, kind of the multi-generational uh, context, because there is so much richness in that. And um, so for those that, you know, may be listening and aren't, they, they don't have the opportunity where they're having conversations with those from other generations. I think that's a wonderful thing. I encourage people, go find someone of a different generation, someone that's older and someone that's younger, have conversations yeah. with them about their own faith, their own engagement in the Bible, because I I learned so much from those who, yeah, especially even for me getting to see those that are in the seasons ahead of me and yeah. gleaning the wisdom from how God's, what, you know, what God's taught them in those seasons. And then too, for me to be then pouring that as I'm poured into, pour that back out into those younger than me. Um, yeah. it, it, we can learn from those that are younger, like you, you were saying with those that are younger than you, but also, you know, we have a great opportunity to be, um, investing back, um, in those d discipling the next generation. So, yeah. Yeah. Like, yes. I, <laughs> I feel like I always get more out of, um, a passage of scripture that I am working through with other people than yeah. I do from my own personal time. Like yeah. hundred percent of the time I'm like, oh, for oh. Sure. you know, in fact, yeah. I could even go to a Bible study and have not like, and and like, not that I recommend that, but there are times when that just happens, <laughs> yeah. you know, yeah. oh, and I walk away and I'm like, oh my gosh, I need to go back and, and really spend some time in this because it's so rich. Yes. And, and two, along with that uh, is teaching scripture. And so, mm -hmm. and that doesn't mean you have to be, you know, on a stage in a formal setting, but teaching scripture, um, I, whenever I have gone to a Bible study or in a discipleship relationship where I'm, you know, kind of leading the discussion or teaching from scripture, I always, I think that the benefit is even more for me than the person that's going to be listening um, because oh, yeah. it's, it's challenging me to kind of really dig in deep. And so there's great benefit in that uh, in terms of even just this application conversation that we're having is kind of as I am challenged to be extra thoughtful and be, you know, prayerful as I'm considering 
processing the scripture in a way that I can pass it along to someone through a teaching or a discipleship opportunity, I gain uh, the opportunity to have to be forced into kind of, okay, what is the application, Uh, Mm -hmm. which is another great way to, to kind of apply the scripture as we're having to work through preparing for, you know, one of those, either it's teaching or discipleship opportunity to apply it. So I, I love the, um, the practice of, uh, discipleship and kind of uh, over the years I've gotten to do that in different ways and mm-hmm. I'm a new mom now so that looks different now than it had even in previous seasons but mm-hmm. the the challenge of uh, diving into scripture in order to help teach it to someone else is uh, a really wonderful challenge that I encourage yeah. people to to go for it <laughs> I love it I love it okay so one last question um, as a new mom, uh, you are, I'm sure, like having sleepless nights and all <laughs> kinds of different, you know, hormonal, emotional, exciting <laughs> things happening. Very so exciting. <laughs> how do you give yourself the grace that you need to be doing the things that you like the extra things that are on your plate right now? Yeah, I, you know, in this season, every, you know, I have had friends that have had kids and you see that, you know, them enter that season, but whenever you, you can't quite be prepared for um, (laughs) all exactly what to expect. And so my husband and I had a long journey towards uh, growing our family. We had years of infertility and years of uh, failed adoption attempts. And so um, even in the midst of that, you know, and all the years that we had praying for this and waiting for this and watching all of our, all, almost all of our friends kind of enter that season, um, is amazing to be in this season and, and so grateful for that, but also, um, not dismissing the real challenges that are still there. And so oh, yeah. it's been a constant reminder of, okay, this is something that we've longed for, for, so many years and is a good thing, but it doesn't mean it's always easy. Like it's okay to still be struggling in times and having those days that's just like, Mm -hmm. oh my gosh, like, are we going to make it? I don't know. (laughs) Um, So it's been, yeah, it's definitely been like ups and downs of Mm. constantly reminding us of God's grace for us and that he, he has abundant grace and that, um, and that we can have grace for ourselves because of that. And, um, and, and also just soaking in the sweet lessons that we, you know, being in a new season and reading scripture and continuing, you know, having to figure out, you know, what is my scripture reading going to look like now? And when can I fit that Mm -hmm. in having to take care of this other human being? Um, but getting to, read scripture and see things in new ways now having experienced being a mother and and being an adoptive mother, um, Mm -hmm. seeing the beauty of what I've learned through the adoption process and, and thinking about my own adoption into God's family. And, and one of the most wonderful kind of things just I've, that I've been, you know, meditating on for the past couple of weeks is the way that, when my husband and I went to China, we met our daughter and she was, you know, they handed her to us. She was ours and we adopted her. And it was, it was for us, for me, it just felt nearly instant of like, okay, like she's mine. Like Mm -hmm. I will do anything for this girl. She is my family. And when we were adopted into God's family, 
we are completely his. You know, we mm-hmm. are heirs, equal heirs, as if we were always his. And so um, getting to feel that myself for my daughter gave me a new appreciation for um, my own standing as an adopted you know, child in God's family and just how, how wonderful and beautiful that is. So that's one of the wonderful things just about scripture is that it uh, speaks to us and shows us new things in, in different mm-hmm. seasons. And so this um, season as an adoptive mom, just five weeks into it has been really sweet. I just love it. I love, I love following your Instagram stories <laughs> and just seeing all the pictures. It has just been, it's, it's lovely and wonderful. And, oh, um, I'm excited to finally talk to you in person because I feel kind of creepy a little bit. <laughs> <laughs> like I keep liking all these pictures. Like, this is so great. Oh, I, you. <laughs> I know it's like the fun uniqueness of our time with social media. I love it. Oh it yeah, it is. <laughs> crazy it's fine I think I'm old enough that I realize that it's a little weird but I think for like <laughs> people younger yeah. than me they're like that's totally normal what's wrong with you it's just <laughs> yeah. Yeah. yeah so anyway awesome well thank you so much Lauren just for your openness and for being with us and and sharing a little bit of your story and um I just encourage all of our listeners to 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 check out her Instagram and be creepy alongside of me. So I feel less creepy. <laughs> <Yes>. um, <laughs> I <love it. laughs> and her book is awesome. I can't, I can't say that enough. And um, I know she's written other books, but that specific one that I have read, mm-hmm. I would recommend, especially to people who are older to kind of give you an insight into um, what makes a millennial tick and why the Bible still matters, but needs mm-hmm. to be, um, uh, advocated for yeah um, yeah amongst millennials so anyway thank you so much for joining us Lauren. it's been fun awesome all right that's it we did it that was great (laughs) i hope you had as much fun listening to that podcast as i did talking to lauren mcafee if you want to follow her online you can do so at laurenamcafee.com or you can always follow her on instagram which is apparently not super creepy at lauren a mcafee Hey, thanks for joining us on the Dwell Podcast. You can find out more about us at Dwell Differently on Instagram, Facebook, and at dwelldifferently.com online. We help people connect with God through scripture memory, daily posts, a weekly blog, and of course, this podcast.